Trust in Him at all times. Pour out your heart before Him. For God is a refuge for us. According to Psalm 68, 62 verse 8, rather. Have you been to that point where you feel you're stuck in holding on to um, words and promises and um, desires and wishes that just isn't looking like or seeming like <clears throat> sorry it is going to come through or they will happen then I believe you are at the right place welcome to heart expressions with Vicky it's another wonderful time where we come together to discuss issues and matters of the heart and of life and find the right perspective to handling such issues as they come so you are warmly welcome if it's your first time here i'm happy to have you i'm happy that you chose to be a part of this may the lord bless you please um i'd encourage that you listen to previous episodes to get more about heart expressions you're welcome so we started this season a series on the healing journey and i did a a wonderful introduction to this season all right this is um the season four if i'm not mistaken season four of heart expressions and it's been an honor it's really been an honor it's been here talking having this discussion having interviews it's an honor so um we've been on the healing journey we started it last two weeks ago i decided to give a break because um the topic i'm about dwelling on today was quite more personal to me so i did not just want to rush into saying it and this series is not just one where we have to just oh let's come up and talk let's come up and have a discussion as usual no this is a different series because this has to do has a lot to do with both emotional healing spiritual healing mental healing basically so it's something that requires a lot okay it's not just coming up to talk about talk about it like we always do so this um today's topic actually took a lot from me because it is very personal to me and it is also something that i am in the process i am in my own healing journey I started my journey a long time ago probably I may share my story with us 
because this healing journey was um, a topic that I had for a very long time but because I it's I, I wasn't so certain I wasn't so convinced to actually bring this up I just kept it till now because now I feel is the right time we talk about it so I'm still on my journey and I can tell you it has not been an easy one it's been a journey where we had to go through potholes and we had to go through traffic and you know all that boy we're getting there and there's always been one person that has been my strength my stronghold my fortress my refuge the one I cry to and the one I talk to and that is is God it has been God and it is God so I want to welcome you and introduce you to the healing journey and I know that as you begin this journey with me as you continue this journey with me it's going to be a fulfilling one a fulfilling successful one for you and for me alright so on today's topic we're going to be looking at trust and belief if you can set your mind back on the um, passage of the scripture that I read which is Psalm 62 verse 8 it talked about trusting in God at all times and pour our hearts before him because he is a refuge for us okay now before I continue right most of the topics we're going to be having in this healing journey will actually pertain to uh it's 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 a general topic right but i'll always um i would always focus on majority of the things i would say will be focused on one person and that is god because i can testify that one of the ways one of the highest the first method of having or having to undergo any healing journey is good the first method so please um you may say oh i'm not a christian so how do i benefit from this um podcast or this these topics these episodes will be having under this series you will benefit a lot because there's always a spirit in man there's always a spirit in man and it's the inspiration of the almighty that giveth him understanding but my main emphasis is that there's always a spirit in man could be the holy spirit it could be some other spirit but there's always a spirit in man there's always something driving you and trust me when i say this even those people that say oh there's no god there's nothing there is always this this desire for eternity in the heart of every man is in the scriptures there would always be this desire for something extraordinary there's always there would always be this desire from something spiritual or that than the physical realm in a man so it is either the man is desiring god 
the creator of heavens and the earth, the God who sent his son to die for our sins, the God who through the sacrifice of his son Jesus Christ called us up into glory and now we can boldly be called the children of God. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we can be called the sons of God. That God. Or it could be something else or someone else. But there's always a desire in man for something extraordinary. But I can say that it is best if this desire is placed on the right source, on the right person, which is God. That, that the, he's the source of our lives. He's the, he's the one who created us for his pleasure. He is our sustainer. You know, he is he's, he's everything to us. Right? He can be everything to you. And it's not difficult to actually have such a relationship. And I'm not just talking about a God where you... You know, um, most times we tend to see God as somebody that, uh, <laughs> like a minister once said, uh, we tend to see God, or we've been made, we've been, we've been taught to see God as this um, headmaster. We know this headmaster in, in, in schools with these big glasses that they hang above their nose, their nose. And then this um, cap on their head, I don't know the name of the cap, with their high waist trousers <laughs> held by a strap. And then they're holding one fat cane, walking around in all the classes, trying to look for who is making noise or who is, who is not reading or who is not concentrating in class. So we tend to see God like that. And we just because of uh, maybe we've been taught to see God that way we fail to know that God is actually a father he is a father he's not just our God he's not just our Lord he is our father okay and there's this beautiful relationship where you have a man who's loving who is um who is always there for you as your father you can call on him at any time you can talk to him at any time you can be so open before him as i'll be going down into the topic of talk more on this being honest to god you can be so open towards him you can talk to him you can tell him anything you you can as you worship him you can also um engage in a conversation with him through his word through the scriptures so it's a beautiful relationship that we all want to have i know as human beings as children from a home we'd want to have a um, a, a family a strong support system where you know you know that your family has got your back you know that your parents you can basically tell them everything and anything about your life would want to have such um, a family where we can share I can be open and honest with my family and never feel like I'm being judged or I'm being condemned right and even um, uh, maybe we've grown past that stage and we're now parents or we're singles about getting married 
We also would love to be the kind of parents where our children will feel free to come to us, to talk to us, to not just tell us about school fees alone, but to always want to gist with us, to tell us about their daily activities, how the whole school life is, you know, to be able to talk freely with us. I would want to be the kind of mother where my daughter does not just see me as her mother, but also as her best friend that she can share basically anything with I would want that and I know you too listening to me would also want that because it gives our children the opportunity to share with us okay and not um, for them to fall into the wrong hands as a result of wanting to be heard everyone wants to be heard everyone wants someone who can just sit down and listen to them I want that also Every one of us wants that. And I've got to discover that you can actually talk to God. You can. You can pour out everything to God. You can actually talk to Him. I'm just trying to um, set the basis and the foundation for the topic I'm actually talking about, which is trust in God. Because trusting in God entails uh, it entails openness, it entails um, honesty, it entails a lot. I will get there. But like I was saying, you can really talk to God. His word is there. This, the Bible is not just a book where you have to read because, uh, um, okay, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in the university. I studied public health, okay? So the Bible, um, um, we could see the Bible as a book where, okay, um, let's say while I was in university studying public health, I know I just have to read my books to pass, right? I know I have to read my books to get the knowledge. Some topics, I actually read them because I actually enjoyed them and really wanted to know, not just to read to pass exam. Why there are some, I just do that. Well, I just have to read this, this book. To pass and then after I was done passing, I just package them and keep somewhere. Most times we see our Bibles that way. Something that we could just let me just read because it's there. I bought it. And as, as a Christian, I'm supposed to read my Bible, right? No. That's the last way we should see this Bible because the, the Word of God is actually God's thoughts for us. The Word of God is God's um, um, God's voice all wrapped up in a book of 66 chapters. The Old Testament and the New Testament. It's not just storytelling, telling us about things of the past. No, it is God writing about historical events. It, should I say writing or God using historical events to actually pass a message to us even in our present time and trust me as effective as the Bible was in 1800s in 1500s in um, in 1300s or even in the 2000s and the 2000s and 20s Right, the Bible is also and will also be that effective in 2050s and 2000s, and as long as Jesus tarries, the Bible will be effective even till the point before he comes back. 
and yes it is um, it, it's a historical event it, it pertains a whole lot it talks about Jesus's coming it talks about stories on Moses on Abraham and all but when the word of God is sent to you particularly for you it is always relevant in your present time it is always relevant in your present circumstance and situation even if it is a story of esther esther was a long story and happened a long time ago who knows if esther's bones are even still like bones if they've not even decayed but if the word of if if the book of esther is actually sent to you by god specifically for the time you are in at that point in time trust me it is going to be very relevant for you then because a message that god is a, god is um, about to pass to you is wrapped up in the story of esther for that particular issue or for that particular time or period in your life so it is going to be very effective then even though it's a historical event so the word of god is quick and active sharper than any two-edged sword dividing asunder um, um dividing asunder the soul and the body the joints and the marrow and is in the center of the thoughts and the intents of the hearts of men so i welcome you to the fold of christ right because one way to get peace jesus said my peace i live with you my peace um i give unto you not as the word gives not as the word gives and he can he also said in his word that um in me you have peace but in the world you have tribulations but be of good cheer because i have overcome i've not just overcome the tribulations i've not just overcome the problems you're having but i've I've overcome the world in which and through which you're having those problems these are those these are the foundations where we build our trust on and now coming into the topic trust trust in god trust trust means um a belief in the ability of something a belief trust at every point in time is just simply a belief in the ability of something could be trusting god a belief in the ability of God, trust in yourself, a belief in the ability that you have for whatever you're trusting for. Just a belief in the ability and the capacity of something to do what it has said it to do. Take for instance, children. For the um, when you tell a child that I, okay, I'm going out for work. When I come back, I'm going to get you candy. Would you love candy? And they'd be like, Yeah, yeah, I do. And then you're like, okay, when I come back from work, I'll get candy. From that point, you've said that that child's subconscious has already told that child that by this time, no, not by this time, um, towards the evening or by 6 p.m. or by 7 p.m. or by 8 p.m. when mommy or daddy will be back home, I should be having in my hand a one candy, even if it is one, or a box of chocolates or whatever. It's already in that child's subconscious. And if you notice, most times, whenever 
whenever the the child or the children notice that you are coming or you're back, they're already so excited. It's not that they are not excited. Their 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 excitement is not be, not just because they are they are seeing you or you're back, but because of the promise you've made. So there's this childlike trust. And immediately you come back, they ask you, or sometimes they don't even have to ask you, they go to get your bag, open it and start looking for what daddy has bought or what mommy has bought. And then when they see it, they are so overjoyed because they actually trusted that word you said. It could be a candy of 10 naira, it could be a candy of 30 naira, a candy of, of, of 1,000. To them, it doesn't matter the price. It's just that daddy has kept to his word, mommy has kept to her word, and I have it handy with me. So that's trust. A belief in the ability of something or someone. And now you would say, um, at this point, I'm actually focusing on trust in God. There's another aspect of trust that I will deal with in the next episode. But for now, you would say um, that but I have tried. I have trusted. If it's the word, I have read it. If it's that message you're talking about, I have it with me. I've kept it in my heart. I've spoken it. I have done all that. Why does it still look like? There's still no change. There's still no, no transformation or whatever it is that I'm desiring. I don't have that. Why does it feel that way? I have trusted. In fact, you may have gotten to the point where you're like, God, if you do it, if you don't do it, it doesn't make a difference anymore. It doesn't matter. I think I've come to the point where I've just had, I've just, I just have to live with it live with the fact that my desires could not just be would not be met or my 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 needs would not be met so i'm okay or you might have gotten to the point where uh, is there really god does he really answer prayers I've, I, I, I have heard that it's always been said that he's there, he's there, he's there, he's there. He's always with me. He will never leave me nor forsake me. Emmanuel means God with us and all that. I have heard that and I've held on to that. But I'm in a point in my life where I just have to ask again. Is God really there as they said he is? Is he really there? Oh, uh, and you may have you may have come to the point where you've lost your peace because um, the situation is just so so strong on you that you you start worrying you know you start start having anxiety and you've 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 tried you've prayed you've praised you've done all that you've done what they have said you should do. Yes, and now you feel like you can't just trust God anymore because probably God has failed. First thing I can say is, um, I know that point 
at that point it only takes the help of the holy spirit to actually bring such a person back it only i think god just god in in his wisdom knew that this life that we are to live if there is no holy if there was no holy spirit if there was no holy spirit trust me a whole lot of us would have lost it along the way if there was no holy spirit and that was why if you notice jesus when he was when he was talking about the holy spirit he said i will send to you another comforter and he was actually referring to the holy spirit another comforter let me use the nigerian word igewai there's a reason why jesus had to call the holy spirit a comforter this is the spirit of god you know god in three persons god the father god the son and god the holy spirit the holy spirit is the spirit of god the father and the spirit of jesus christ just like man has a soul man is a soul has a spirit and lives in a body coming to this point all I can say is it just takes the Holy Spirit to get us out of this there's no level of um, um, uh, motivate motivative words or inspirational quotes okay that can actually take a person out of this point except through the comforting presence mm. The comforting presence of the Holy Spirit. That is the first personality that can actually help any man out of these situations. I just I just gave us analogies. So that's the first person I'm about to introduce to us. I never even planned to do this really, but I think it's expedient that we have to talk about the holy spirit he's a spirit he's not the wind he's not a force he's not a tongue of fire he's not a dove these are expressions of him but he is a person just as probably you could be in your house or your office listening to this or somewhere listening to this and there are realities of people around you it could be family members friends or just strangers on the road or wherever just as there can be that reality of persons so the holy spirit is a reality and is a person it's just that is this on is this invisible person but he has made it in such a way that we can actually sense his presence. It's not a feeling though, it's a sensation. There's a whole lot on um, um, the message of the Holy Spirit, which I encourage you, if you know, you can actually get access to messages that talks about the Holy Spirit from different um, ministers, your church, 
okay books on the holy spirit please do i encourage us please and i actually want to give us one that is very 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 wonderful i don't do this quite often but i have to please in all your gettings try to get good morning holy spirit by benny hinn that is an awesome book it's an amazing book you will you will surely have a wonderful time understanding the person of the holy spirit through that book welcome holy spirit and good morning holy spirit both authored by benny hinn so he is the first person i'm about to talk about his comforting presence he is the one that can help you out and I was talking about honesty at the beginning of this podcast. Yes, he's somebody you can be honest to. You can you can be open to him. You can tell him how you feel. Even at that point where you're having unbelief about what God has told you, you can actually tell him. You can tell him that you are the point where you're losing hope. You are the point where you're you're not you're doubting God. You are the point. Tell him. He, there's always the grace he gives at that point. He could either direct you to a passage in the scriptures. Because trust me when I say this. God, according to the scriptures, God is ready to give us peace. By all means. However it is that peace, however it is God knows that he, you need this peace at this point in time. So whatever strategy, God is ready to give you peace by all means. So it could be that at that point in time, maybe it's just a song in your phone that the Holy Spirit could just play. You could just go to music play and then you just tap on play and then that song and then you now have the peace you need right and then your trust is renewed again yes there will be times where you your trust to be shaken there will be times where it will shake there will be times where it will look as if the you you would doubt the word that you heard there will be times where you would doubt even the person that gave you the word i can tell you that there will be times like that but if you don't take out the time to know the Holy Spirit for yourself, if you don't take out the time to get the word for yourself, it's the one you get for yourself that helps you, that, 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 um, it, 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 it helps you build your faith and build your stamina and build your trust in God than what other persons say about God. That is why it, um, as much as, please, Find a Bible-believing church and go to get a, a pastor that can actually teach you the word of God. Get a community of friends where you can share the word with. All that is good. But please, in all thy doings, ensure to get the knowledge of God, the knowledge of Christ for yourself. Because that's the one that you that's the one that actually strengthens you first. Then others join in. So yes, you will get to that point. But when you have the Holy Spirit 
and you always come to him you always talk to him it may look as if you're talking into thin air yes sometimes it may seem as if you are soliloquizing you're talking to yourself how do you mean that i can be talking to an invisible spirit a spirit it may sound awkward it may sound should i use the word no it may sound awkward it may sound absurd you know it may just it may sound somehow to you but irrespective of your understanding of what your mind is trying to play around the situation try it go back to him ask the holy spirit for you for his help he is the comforter in addition to everything he does is our teacher is our sustainer is our source is our strengthener is our healer is our intercessor above all he's our comforter that peace that jesus gives comes through him that peace that jesus gives comes through him the holy spirit a friend a companion a gist partner (laughs) is even the one that helps you get insights into the bible sometimes the bible may seem so bulky or so um difficult to comprehend but he helps us he helps you you're not just praying the holy spirit you still talk to him because there will be some points in your life where it will even be difficult for you to pray in tongues praying the holy spirit at that point you can still talk to tell him about your feelings tell him about be honest enough to talk to god tell him tell him how it is that the life what life is bringing to you how it's making you feel tell him your weakness Paul says i can never be ashamed of my weakness i'm just trying to paraphrase it I am not ashamed of my weakness because I know his strength. His strength is made perfect in my weakness. So no matter the weakness I have or I come, I face in life, I still know I have a strength. Because his strength will always be made perfect in your weakness. So no matter how it seems as if you may not... You may have lost trust in God. Please go. Let's let, let us find the Holy Spirit. Let us seek the Holy Spirit. Because the words they see the issues of the world will continually come. If money is the problem, when the money comes, another thing will come. Yes, the blessing blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. But there's always a challenge at every stage you find yourself because this is life and this is reality. Life is not fantasy, life is reality. But there's still one constant person that will never change and that is God. And he has given us his spirit to help us because he knows how this life will be. Living in this generation, you need the Holy Spirit. Living in this age and time, 
where it's like social media is now is almost becoming a lot of, a, a lot of our realities you need the peace and the comfort from the holy spirit you need the rest that only the holy spirit can bring you need love and joy you need your trust to come back again you need your hope to come back again you need your faith to be stirred up again and you can it can be when you have the holy spirit with you i'm sorry that this podcast has taken this long but please the holy spirit is the first person be honest enough when you're with him talk to him talk to him and be honest enough because trust me the heart of a man speaks louder than the lips of that man especially when talking to god because he searches the heart and he knows the intent of every heart so i welcome you to a relationship with the holy spirit he's the one that can help you out of any challenge whatsoever it is you may be facing please go to him let him know that he is your first and only Tell him about that unbelief creeping in your heart. Tell him about that fear. Tell him about that temptation. Tell him how that the word that you heard, your the word is no longer seeming as it is potent or it or, or it will ever come to pass. Tell him. And let he himself work his work in us. Please know the Holy Spirit for yourself. And if you're not a Christian and you've stayed up till this point in time, I'm so grateful that you stayed up till this point. But I'll be much, much more grateful and fulfilled if you can just come to Christ. If you can surrender your life to Jesus, the author and finish of your faith, of your faith. If you can give him your all, give him your life and let him give you his life. That the life you now live is by faith in him. If you want to make this decision, I would just like that you join me and say these prayers after me, Lord Jesus. I believe that you died on the cross for me. I believe that you came to this earth just to save and deliver me. And this day I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please come into my life. I surrender my life to you. I give you my heart. I give you my mind. I give you my soul. I give you my spirit. I give you my body. And I ask that you become my Lord and my master. I proclaim you, Lord. I proclaim your Lordship over my life. And I am happy that you have forgiven me of all my sins. In Jesus' name. Oh, you're welcome to the food of Christ. You're warmly welcome. And I want to tell you that at this point that you've made this prayer, 
you have the Holy Spirit. And please look for a Bible-believing church and join. Please get a pastor, get a, a study group, join a church and begin to grow your faith in Christ. And let the Holy Spirit order your steps, direct your path and let him be your first and last hope. You're welcome. Have a wonderful weekend. Until I see you next time, I look forward to wonderful testimonies of how that God, in his mercy, built our trust, built our confidence, built our hope in him and our faith in him. God bless you.